Chandra, there's a thing called benevolent sexism right now. What's that? Benevolent sexism. They say it's even more nefarious than, nefarious than misogyny. But what is it? What's up, y'all? Cliff and Chandra here from Not Gospel Studios. Is there an attack on masculinity? Is there an attack on social norms uh, going on in our culture? Is there an attack on femininity as it's traditionally seen? We're going to talk about these things. We're probably not going to get into any answers, but we are going to darn well share our opinions. <laughs> this is not gospel. I am of the impression that there's definitely an attack on masculinity in Western culture. Are you? Well, yes, but I also think there's an attack on femininity. I think there's an attack right now on any normal values. When you say normal values, what do you mean? Like, to me, normal is how God created people to be, to live in families have a, that have a husband and a wife and children. Okay, now, some of that I, I will, I definitely can confirm and say that there is an attack on the nuclear family. Uh, that was actually in the bylaws of the BLM. Mm. They said they, now they since amended them, but originally they got a lot of heat because if you looked at the bylaws, it said the destruction or dismantling of the Western nuclear family. That's so crazy. They actually called the nuclear family essentially, it was essentially alluded to the, the nuclear family, mom and dad and kids in their mm. house or whatever as uh, a construct of Western racism, essentially. Wow. Kind of. That's scary. Yeah. Um, they said that it was designed to to encourage communal living, mm -hmm. like grandparents and cousins and uncles and whatever all together, mm -hmm. living together. But I don't, th I don't think you can – say that that's what you're encouraging if you're stating you want to dismantle the nuclear family. Yeah. If you want to add on to the nuclear family, mm -hmm. you could say we're expanding the nuclear family to incorporating communal living and seeing mm -hmm. communities and sharing the same living space. That's fine, but not the way they presented it. They presented it as we want to destroy – like dismantling the nuclear family Yeah. and basically called it an, an evil white racist construct. You know, the way families used to be – it did used to be grandparents lived in the home with, you know, a family that had children. And then, like, if there was an aunt that was unmarried, she stayed in the home with the rest of the you family. save a ton of money like that. Until she got married to another man, and then she would move to that home. Yeah. Like, that, it was more traditional. Well, it was, I think it happened in the age of the boomers and, and World War II and that stuff, where everybody came home, had their little house and their, mm -hmm. their picket fence and their family. Yeah. Their couple of kids, and there you go. I'm not opposed to having a big family sharing the same space and cousins and kids all helping and looking after each other. I think that's awesome. Yeah. I think I, it's healthier. Yeah, but I don't think you can honestly say that's your goal if you start out by saying, we want to dismantle the nuclear family. Yeah. it's It just seems a little more – it seems destructive, not inclusive. Okay. So what do you feel like is traditional masculinity that's been being torn down? Last week we talked about alphas and Christian alphas and leaders in the home and the position mm -hmm. of the man, the position of the woman, the husband and wife in the home. Masculinity that I think is being under attack, the first attack on masculinity was the labeling and branding of all masculinity as toxic. Mm. They just called toxic masculinity. You never heard a single thing about positive masculinity. Yeah. And there was no even there wasn't even an open discussion about the fact that the same stuff that makes somebody a bully that makes toxic behaviors is also the same same stuff that 
make someone run into a fire to go rescue somebody. Those same feelings, testosterone, like all these – those same things are what cause bravery. Yeah. You know, there was no talk about how those things are good, mm-hmm. that the majority of firemen are men. The majority of, of police officers are men. The only talk was if those areas were about the things like CEOs, how the majority of CEOs are men because there's an evil patriarchy. Yeah. And they're deliberately excluding women. There was no talk about the fact that the majority of bricklayers are men. Mm -hmm. They're not deliberately excluding women out of that. It's like women don't want to be bricklayers. Mm -hmm. There was no talk about the positive stuff that men are doing. This entire world stuff that we don't even – that we're not even aware of or we care about is being run by men, not the CEOs. The majority of your cable workers, the majority of your your, uh, sewers and and sanitation workers – all of that, almost all of them, the majority are men, and it's not because they're deliberately not hiring females. It's because men are the ones who are wanting to do it. Seek out those careers. Seeking yeah. out those careers. When the power lines go down, when the, when it snows, and there's a in the middle of whatever time of night it is, there's a man or a couple of men out there fixing those lines so you can have power and heat. Yeah, anytime it snows, like I'm like, oh, it snowed. Let's cuddle up and read a book and drink hot chocolate. Like that's the vibe. My husband's like, let's go drive in it. <laughs> well, yeah, exists. and I and the problem I have is is there's been zero focus or attention to that stuff. Those positive masculine qualities are clearly positive. All the attention in, in culture has been on how masculinity is toxic, and Trump, I think represented this they were able to paint him as this evil orange bully mm-hmm. the that well he was a little bit that was well yeah because he's this <laughs> if you think about it on paper he's this this super rich white dude marrying a super beautiful lady mm-hmm. got the perfect little family like bloop, 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 yeah. you know just going on and winning at everything as a show where his his catch line is you fired mm-hmm. you know what i mean like it's the quintessential b- big evil boss bully guy. Yeah. And he also had this take no crap attitude. He also went into the presidency saying, I'm going to win it, period. Now, I don't want to set Trump up as like the male men should look to be or nothing. No. Yeah. The, he, he had attributes they could exploit to say, yeah. see, men are evil. When he said the things he said about grabbing yeah. genitalia, he demonstrated a lack of caution mm-hmm. about... Uh, sexual exploitation of women, mm-hmm. you know, not saying that he did all this evil stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that in some of his comments, they were, you know, clearly like misogynist, pers- like personality wise on a personal level. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would enjoy being his friend, but as far as like a leader for the country, I think he was an excellent president in most ways. Well, yeah. And this, and I'm not necessarily talking about Trump and the, and the attack on masculinity. Yeah. I just think it gave, when he, they were already attacking masculinity. Like, I feel like, like, look at Disney. Disney has all the Disney princesses. That's my mm-hmm. biggest qualm with Disney is there's very few male role models in the Marvel universe. Uh, there's in the new phase, and you and I were talking about it a second ago. There's a, the new phase. Marvel has said that they want fifty percent or more of their superheroes and on their roster to be female. Mm. They've never said we want to do a whole line of Disney princes. Like powerful, strong, confident princes, yeah, you know, to combat the fact that they have all these Disney princesses, yeah, but they have said we want fifty percent of our superheroes to be female. Mm. I don't know 
how much, uh, like Disney, what would that be called? Not corporate America, but pop culture America. Maybe like, I don't feel like that can have a huge effect on masculinity and the young boys growing up. I mean, I don't think it's a good positive thing, but I don't think that can hurt masculinity more Mm. than just not having good fathers in general. Well, and the idea that the father is unnecessary. Yeah. That's another big propagated in our culture is that don't you dare say that a single mother has any problems, that their family has any problems because the dad's not there. Yeah. It's like we're not saying she can't be a fantastic mother. We're just saying your circle is incomplete. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a father, just like I'd be saying if I was a single dad and didn't have the mom in the picture, my circle would be incomplete. Like to me, it does boil down to more basic values of, you know, men shouldn't be sleeping around. I mean, women shouldn't be either. But I, when men are having babies in different families and they can't be a father in a home, then those sons are going to be raised up without a good example. And yeah. that's what's going to destroy society, not necessarily Disney. Yeah, but I think these the encouragement to let's let's promote single motherhood and say that it's awesome and all this stuff yeah. is a, is an attack against masculinity. It's essentially saying we're unnecessary mm-hmm. at that respect, or being masculine is unnecessary. Yeah, I look no further than you're going to laugh, like, but Frozen, mm-hmm. the Frozen series, Frozen was huge when it came out. Gosh, how many years did those songs? Let it go, yeah. let it go. How long did people sing that? They're still singing it. Yeah, I never even watched the movies, but I know every word of that song. Exactly. Yeah. So in the Frozen series, you have Kristoff who plays his – He he's an entrepreneur. He's got his own business. He's an outcast. He does his own thing, and he's mm-hmm. making his own living selling ice. He's made his own business. Is he – he's – in a way, kind of that entrepreneur or masculine sort of spirit, like living out on your own, doing your thing, do, doing hard labor to get your money, like the traditional masculine spirit. Flash forward to Frozen 2, and he's a hand, he's just a flat-out handbag for Anna. His entire character arc is, I want to propose to Anna, but I'm scared. I don't know how to do it. I'm completely lost without her. One of his big song in the movie is Lost in the Woods. I'm lost in the woods without her. Mm. I don't want my kids to be that. This helpless, hapless beta male that is useless without his woman. Well, psh, psh. that's what I, I say about it. I didn't see the movies. Ah. <laughs> but <laughs> I do like, uh, I think there should be more of a concentration on teaching children how to have good relationships and how to head towards a good marriage, not just teaching them how to date and oh stay single till you're in your 30s and stuff yeah i think the concentration should be on here's how you have a family here's how you have a healthy relationship sure and a man who wants to be with a woman that he loves and that's his priority i do like that i like that but but i didn't see the movie (laughs) i like that but not his entire you waste an entire character you make his entire character arc Mm -hmm. i'm lost without you what all i want to do is propose that's like my life's goal and ambition he's like this listless guy who all he wants to do is propose to her mm-hmm. has no utility in the movie aside from that and they to me it totally just wrecked everything masculine about the movie mm-hmm. if there's an attack on masculinity some feminists out there say would say i'm okay with an attack on masculinity mm-hmm. because we've been attacked for so long and we've been oppressed yeah. for so long and i i feel that same way even if that were true i feel the same way about that that i do about anti-racism like yeah the way to lift up women is not to bring down men I couldn't agree more with that. Yeah. I will say about women and oppression, 
I think it it differs from community and family to family, but overall in society it has been maybe more of a struggle because we are the weaker sex and we are more vulnerable. And like, it was hard for us to go out and do things, especially at night and things. And you, there might, there might just be one out of a hundred men who was evil, but that evil man could hurt a lot of different women. So I do think women have felt, you know, pushed down for a long time and scared to do things and go places. And then they were also stuck because, you know, they had the babies and we were stuck in a certain position to where if we had other interests, you may not be able to look into them or fulfill them, except for now, you know, in more modern times, we can. How do you feel about, you know, how they use the term boys club, like the old boys club? Yeah. I think it's hard for women to step into a room that's all men. Because sometimes the men quit talking about what they've been talking about. Sometimes the men, you know, are engaging activities that a woman might be like, hey, you all got to quit doing that. Uh, like maybe objectifying secretaries or something, you know. I'm just saying it can be hard for a woman to step into that realm. I mean, I don't disagree with you. I think you're you're right on that. There's a lot of truth in that. But I'd say also right now it's hard for men not to just stop talking about what they're talking about. Yeah. I don't feel like – I feel uncomfortable asking you – this is funny, and you may think it's a little crap. But I feel uncomfortable asking you – do you know what a blah, blah, blah is? Do you know what a carburetor is? Mm. The same thing that I would ask anyone else, man, woman, whatever, so that I could know what amount of working knowledge they have on it. Mm -hmm. I feel uncomfortable asking you that question because then there'll be this, oh, you didn't think I'd know it because I'm a girl. And it's like, no, I'm literally – Me or females? Any female. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Like I I feel uncomfortable asking simple, honest questions of do you know so-and-so or Mm -hmm. do you know what this is? Especially if it's more of a masculine thing, like, yeah. do you know what a first down is on the on the football, whatever? It's like certain guys who I didn't assume were just had a working knowledge of football. I'd ask them the same thing, but I feel way uncomfortable asking those types of questions to women because yeah, you're afraid you're gonna have to mansplain I'm a man- it. <laughs> no, because they'll accuse me of mansplaining, like, oh, you just assumed I wouldn't know that, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm a girl, and it's yeah. like I'm just trying to be a normal human here, you know? Like, well, I don't think the average female is gonna do that. There might be something. Hope not. Yeah. Part of being a father, which is masculine. There are no women fathers. Period. I don't care what they say about trans, whatever. There's no such thing. If you're a woman, you're a mother. You're not a father. It doesn't mean that you can't be a more masculine woman. You're still a mother. Period. Part of being a father, or at least part of being a good father, is mm-hmm. explaining things to my kids. You know, and the idea that I can't explain something to somebody else without being accused i'm accused of being a mansplaining to them mm-hmm. it's like at what point do you just stop me and say i know what you're that what you're talking about and i'm like mm-hmm. okay that's cool great then we can move on yeah well i'm saying you shouldn't get approach any conversation assuming that they're gonna have a negative reaction you should just be your normal good self and if they have that stupid arrogant reaction that's on them well, I mean, so I, talk to women how you feel like you want to talk to them. Ask them if they know well, what a carburetor I'm is. <laughs> more that way. I mean, I'm more that way because you know me. I'm a little bit redneck, and it's like mm-hmm. uh, it's just if you know what I'm talking about, just tell me. If you don't need the explanation, go for it. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like that's the norm for men. I feel yeah. like a lot of conscientious men, and that's why they will come off as beta males. They're afraid to be masculine because of what it means they don't want to come off as a bully or a, a misogynist or, or all this kind of stuff or even do anything that could be 
somewhat interpreted as that. I really don't think most men think about those things. Do you? I do. I think I think a lot of them do. Chandra, there's a thing called benevolent sexism right now. What's that? Benevolent sexism. They say it's even more nefarious than nefarious than misogyny. But what is it? It's being nice to women, treating them. Oh, just because they're women. Be, well, yeah, in a way that I would think it's treating a woman special in honor mm-hmm. of who they are because they carry the children. Like it's an honorable thing. I'm in mm-hmm. the South. You respect women. Yeah. Getting the door, holding the door open for a woman. Mm-hmm. That is benevolent sexism. Wow. Get helping them with their groceries, like saying, "You want me help help you with those?" We're going to title this <laughs> benevolent. That's considered benevolent sexism <laughs> because they're saying it's even more nefarious because it's teaching that woman that she's weak and she needs a man's help. It's like no, it's teaching men and males and my kids showing them what it means to be polite and kind and be helpful. Mm-hmm. I would get I would hold the door open for a dude with his arms full of groceries. I'm from the south. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to do that all the time almost for a woman because like for the reasons you said earlier, you said women are scared. There's one, one in 100. Sometimes one in one out of 100 dudes ruins it for all the other guys yeah. and hurts a bunch of women. Want to show them that, that they're protected, that they're cared for, that if something went down in that parking lot, there's a guy who held the door open for that would defend her. There's a documentary about he was either a judge or like the brother of a judge and he had been molesting a bunch of kids Mm. in the town like in the 50s or 60s and all the men in the town knew nothing was getting taken care of because either him or his brother was a judge and they didn't know how to keep him from molesting their kids anymore so they all got together and killed him and they never could prove like the cops could never prove which man did it or nothing. Just the town men was like, we're taking care of the situation and they killed him. The cops knew one of them did it, but they couldn't try them all because everybody was like, yeah, on coat on pain of death. We're getting rid of this dude and we're not saying a word. Yeah. I kind of feel like society needs to revert back to that type of masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I kind of feel like we should let the men handle their own business out like the wild, wild west. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably a more backwards traditional female <laughs> than <laughs> than a happy modern woman. <laughs> oh, this but, is so good. But that also requires a man to be a man, too, to do the dirty jobs. Isn't that awful that that's how, as a woman, I look at a man's job is to do the hard things that us women don't want or can't do? But no, yeah. it's not necessarily awful because I know you and where your heart's at. What's mm-hmm. awful to me is the women that posture up feminism, 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 masculinity is evil, and then when there's a shooter, hide behind the cop, mm. the male cop with the vest and the gun. Yeah, it's like you can't have your cake and eat it too. Yeah, you can't say masculinity is evil and then expect men to run into a fire to save the kid. Yeah, they'll be like, oh no, I hope there's a woman who can do it. I'll hold the hose. You know, like when I was telling you earlier, the Hellenist era, I think it is, you can look up the Hellenist era in art when Rome sort of embraced, started embracing more Greek uh, models for their architecture and and, uh, for their sculptures and everything. And these models were not these masculine, broad-shouldered soldiers like in in Alexander the Great's era or whatever. Like they were these more boyish kind of, you know, wimpy shoulders and arms, this sort of androgynous kind of look uh, in their art and sculptures. Mm. Shortly after that was the fall of the whole whole empire. Oh, so when men become more feminine. 
when men become more feminine or when that's – and the wonder is were they pushing the same thing we're pushing now like masculinity is evil and then these these big uh, emperors are evil, wicked men and they're abusive and we need to get rid of them. And uh, like you said, is it one guy out of a hundred ruining it for everybody? Um, well, what sucks is when the evil – the evil guy out of the hundred is one who happens to be in a lot of power. Yeah. That's when things seem to really go bad. Yeah, for real. But I think the detriment is not on us now. I think the detriment is on the future. Mm-hmm. The detriment is on guys like I got three little boys and I refuse to teach them to be wimps. I I used to joke with my kids and I'd be like – it was picking at them. I wanted to be one of their buddies and I was like, oh, man, don't do that, dingus. And I'd say like kind of weird – we'd have these jokes – that we'd just goof off and call each other mm-hmm. uh, knuckleheads and things like that. I've stopped. I've start. I've started calling my kids champ and sport and all these like you laugh it's like mm-hmm. traditional names and nicknames. And I've been watching more uplifting times. I've been watching in the last two weeks, Chandra. Their attitudes change. Huh. No joke. I stopped calling, speaking those words over them. Those titles and those nicknames, speaking new nicknames, they're more engaged in sports. They're more interested in working out. They're more interested in being physical and like and competitive, mm-hmm. traditionally masculine things mm. versus – and I'm wondering as a dad, did I make a mistake trying to be buddies and being sarcastic with them early on and were they thinking, I really am a dingus you know, or something like that? Mm-hmm. I'm also realizing like the scripture said, the power in words mm-hmm. that I'm speaking over them. Yeah. Part of it stemmed from me refusing to accept this idea that my kids needed to be wimps, that my kids need to be – that they can't be masculine. You know, They need to be a, a masculine and aggressive. Yeah. In my opinion, this sounds weird. They need to be conquerors. Mm-hmm. You can't conquer your, yourself. I don't think you can control yourself unless you can be a conqueror. Well, OK. So I think that's – Okay, this is going to go off the rails a little bit. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. I feel like because men grow up with penises, <laughs> they have such a different life experience than girls growing up. They have to learn to control themselves early. Yes, that's like true. Like mentally, you know, and even in how they are in society, they have to, you know, hide things maybe a little bit and purposely not look at things or they know they're going to get certain reactions just they have to learn to control themselves more than a woman has to and i think that's a because of them having a certain genitalia and what they go through hormonally as a teen and having to control that at an early age it changes a male's mindset the rest of their lives something that uh, girls have a whole different experience well there's a visible physical manifestation of arousal if you're sitting in class and for whatever random reason thoughts come in your head or not or whatever, and yeah. next thing you know, you got a situation down there. <laughs> a situation. That's what else are you gonna call it? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you got to sit there and wait yeah. until it goes away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, clearly, that have it creates a different growing up and going through your hormone phases and all this. There's a different and then also experience. men do have more testosterone, so they are more aggressive. And on the playground, like. It's a joke with women like in memes to say, can you believe men just walk up and be like, hey, you want to play ball? And they don't know them. And then they just play a game together for an hour. And girls can't do that. I, I couldn't imagine just walking up to another girl like, you want to do this for an what? hour? And like, that takes encouragement. Mm-hmm. I, have, I've te- I have to tell my kids that. Mm. You want to go play? Go play. Go with the kids and play. 
Yeah. As a dad, I'm t- teaching them to do that mm-hmm. because I recognize that that has to happen. Well, males work together and they learn it at a younger age through sports, I believe, which women do less of. Yeah. So y- you all have a whole different experience growing well, up. Well, and I, it, the thing is, if you're attacking masculinity, I think that you're also t- attacking those things, mm-hmm. those organized things that are helping males create a healthy competition atmosphere, helping them create relationships and know how to connect with people and cooperation and working together. And and when you're rewarding everybody just for playing the sport Mm -hmm. and diminishing the winners, you're Mm. de-incentivizing working hard and trying to achieve, which is not good. Look no further than – they did. They turned the Boy Scouts of America into the Cub Scouts so they could could allow girls in. Mm. They didn't turn the Girl Scouts from being the Girl Scouts. Yeah. They're still the Girl Scouts. Like, I feel like if girls wanted to learn and do the things that the boys were doing, they should include that into their scout system, not make the boys change their whole scout system. Yeah, not make the boy scouts include girls. Yeah. It's like, it's okay for there to be an exclusively male club. Yeah. That's where I say there's an attack on masculinity. It's already okay for there to be exclusively female club, Mm -hmm. but you have an exclusively male club with kids and it's like, oh, that's bad. Well... Now, when you're talking about men getting attacked, a lot of it is ideological. Ideological? Ideological. <laughs> ideological. A lot of the – basically saying a lot of the things that men for a long time have revered as chivalry or honorable things and, mm-hmm. and lopping them all in with evil things. But it, it seems to be more of a mental thing going on, whereas with – I feel like with women, they're more being pushed out aggressively, like almost physically – like men are, you know, chopping off their wieners and saying they're women and they're just not <laughs> like, but I don't think, but I don't think that's men aren't trying to do that as an attack on women. I think society is encouraging men to that as an attack on masculinity. Yeah. If you're told your whole life being this is evil and being a, and girls aren't, mm-hmm. you're going to want to be that. Like, I don't want to be evil. Mm hmm. A woman walks down walks down the street and gets looks, gets whistled, this, that, and the other. Nowadays, a man can walk down the street and based, based on a certain look, he's going to get the – he's up to no good. I think the attack on femininity is from within, from other females, uh, doing a societal pressure to be like uh, men can have periods too and, and to change the reality of what a woman is. Like they seem to be pushing down men. I, I, and see, I think that's just a, a, a side effect. But they're erasing women. I think that's a very real side mm-hmm. effect of what they're doing. I think that's a very real side effect of the attack on masculinity. Mm. With the attack on masculinity pushing men into women's sports, the side effect is women are getting pushed out of their own sports. They're getting pushed out of their own fields. Yeah. And I, it's not good. Mm-hmm. It's not good at all. I don't think they know what they're doing i think they have agendas but i don't think that they know their agenda is run by satan who's just trying to destroy men and women so that they can't have families no i don't think Aaliyah thomas is actively out to destroy women's sports yeah i think Aaliyah thomas is told you have these feelings you're probably a woman and then they're told that being masculine is evil mm-hmm. and they're like maybe i am a woman and then and i'm a i'm a pretty good swimmer if I'm a woman, I'm not going to give up my dream on swimming. I'm going to swim swim with women where I belong mm-hmm. because society is telling them that. Yeah. So Leah Thomas and these people aren't actively out there to destroy femininity or to destroy sports for women and destroy these feminine arenas and areas. 
but it's happening. Yeah. Like you said, as a byproduct of the attack of an attack on masculinity, mm-hmm. partly as a byproduct product of an attack on masculinity and an attack on what you said in the very beginning, the norms, like social norms. I think there's a lot of really unhappy people out there thinking we can be happy if we change something. Yeah. And they just they're going to be unhappy either way because <laughs> they're not happy in their soul. Thank you guys so much for watching. Don't forget to like, share, comment and subscribe. Crush the notification bell if you want to be kept up to date with all of our newest videos. Keep supporting quality independent content and keep being awesome because that's how God made you.